On this week's Another Digital Citizen, UFOs come surf and look for intelligent life, but finds Donald Trump and leaves. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to this first episode of Another Digital Citizen. It is the first episode, in a way. I will explain why. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. I don't think it's the Hi. first episode, but it's the first episode for you being back after being gone for last week. Right. See? <laughs> it is a slightly a first episode. First episode back. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first episode back. Yeah, um, for P I'm I'm going to talk about it very like quickly. Uh, people, uh, take care of your mental health. Uh, taking care of your mental health is extremely uh, important. Uh, if you have people uh, you can talk about with your mental health, do it. If you don't, search for it. Uh, being alone and having uh, mental health, uh, especially in America, uh, where a lot of our listeners are from. I know it's shit. It's a shit system. It's hard to get help. Uh, I know how hard it is in Norway the, during the summer, and we have good healthcare. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it was actually the first show in our history. I have just said, yeah, I can't do this. Uh, well, there was one and... show where you didn't. Because you, I was a little bit late. I wasn't. I no, was there was honest. one show you you didn't do. You showed up right at the beginning, and you were like, "I can't. Uh, I gotta go." It was the day after the presidential election yeah. when Trump won. And, and yeah, I know. Yeah, until it was there, but I was on the show, and you were like, "You sound too tired to be on," and I went back to sleep. Yeah, you were on for like I don't know, <laughs> less two than minutes. two minutes. Yeah, I guess that yeah. counts slightly, but I would I wouldn't say yeah. that was like being on the show. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, this was the first was, ever solo yeah. show, though, for sure. Because yeah. even with that one, it was back when Tilly was on, and so I mm -hmm. had like a co-host, which I did call Tilly to see if she could do last week. So, um, and a few other people, but nobody was available because it was super last minute. It was like I woke yeah, yeah. up, and Fro was like, "Okay, like." I don't know, it was an hour before the show you realized, oh, I can't yeah. do this. Yeah, so. Yeah. I was like, I I, uh, I usually do the show even if I'm sick. Like, I I usually. You've can... done the show from the hospital multiple times. I don't right. think anybody has taken that away from you, Fro. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not like I, I don't try. But, yeah, uh, no, I sounded dead, yes, uh, like last week. Uh, right after you and me talked, uh, before you started the recording, uh, I went back to bed and <laughs> slept for 14 hours. Oh, it, well, I didn't... I when we got off the dead. phone with each other, I didn't just start recording. It took me a good yeah. hour, hour and a half, because I wanted... Mm -hmm. You know, I sent a few messages out to people just to see if anybody would respond, um, mm -hmm. which... I didn't get any responses till after I finished recording, but then I was like <laughs> sitting there for a while, just being like, "How do I even do this?" Like, I don't know. Do this, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just getting started was the hardest part. Just being like, "Yeah, okay, sit down and start talking without anybody to talk to," which is just something mm -hmm. I'm not used to doing. But uh, you don't talk to yourself that often, do you? 
not in that way where I'm like no where I'm already like in my mind the night before I, we're ready to like discuss things with you you know what I mean so like <laughs> it was I had to like switch everything around in my head but uh yeah I did my best I think it didn't turn out some pos- terrible some some positives uh, about it this will be a very long show because I have a TV runs with a lot of TV shows I've seen. I have a movie around with a lot of movies I've seen because I've been away for two weeks. So, yeah, well, that's good because we don't have very much news this week because, like, literally nothing happened. No, uh... absolutely. Uh, hey, I have I have a suggestion, Luke. I think we should just bow our heads and pray to God that something happens this week. Yeah, that's. I have a feeling next week the news the news is going to be crazy because we prayed to God for for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe mm-hmm. I should do some kind of like rain or news dance, like a Native American <laughs> news dance. dance. <gasps> oh my God, Senator O'Connor is dead. I don't know who that is. Nothing compares to you. Thank you. I don't still don't Nothing know who that is. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. Nope. You have never heard that song? Nope. Wow. Okay. Who is it? Okay. Uh, she's an Irish singer. Oh, I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Uh, I just saw that uh, because I refreshed the news and I was like, oh my god, she knew O'Connor is that. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't pray for news. Is it, Well, may, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that what you think happened? We prayed for news and then this happened? Yeah. It's like a, what are they, uh, monkey paw Bad wish? woman. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> or a bad, yeah, monkey paw wish. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Good you, reference. You said there. you wanted the, you wanted news. You got it. Maybe yeah. not the news mm-hmm. you wanted, but you got news. Mm-hmm. I I killed Sen- Senator Connor. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, or God. Well, she's probably up in heaven if there is one, which I don't know. Maybe there's not. But according to a Gallup poll, Americans believe less in God as well as the devil and other spiritual entities, and it has fallen to a new low, low according to Gallup. This was a poll released mm. last Thursday. 74% of Americans say they believe in God, while 69, nice, say they believe mm-hmm. in angels, and 67% believe they believe in heaven. Those are pretty high numbers, right? I think so, yeah. But that's down from what it used to be. Slightly smaller shares, 59% and 58%, say they believe in hell or the devil. Okay? Mm. So, 69% believe in angels, uh, but 59... That's a pretty big difference. Because those people believe in God, but they don't believe in the devil, that 10%. Right. Right. Belief in five spiritual, all five spiritual entities has fallen between three to five points since 2016, the last time Gallup polled the, Amer- the American public. Since the pollster first began collecting survey data on subjects two decades ago, belief in God and heaven has dropped 16 points in t- 20 years, while belief wow. in hell has fallen 12, and the belief in the devil and angels has decreased by 10. Yeah. The reason why I believe in angels is because I have one with me right now on the other side of the line. Aw, see? I'm very nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm calling you an angel, by the way. I see it, yeah. Uh, yes. 
Belief is highest among those who attend religious services, with 98% of Americans who attend weekly services and 94% who attend nearly weekly say that they believe in God. Um, well, yeah, why would they go? See, that seems like reverse logic to me. Yes, they go yes. to church, so yeah. of course they're going to... Yeah. Why would they go to church if they didn't believe yeah. in God? It wouldn't make any sense for them to... Uh, well, I guess younger people, right? They go because their parents forced them to go, but... Here's a reference uh, that you maybe will get. Uh, 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 well, I can say as Robbie Williams said, I am loving angels instead. No? Uh, I remember... Uh, I never was really into Robbie Williams. I don't know. I couldn't name a single song of his. I know who and it is, though, in this, it, at least. Oh, she offers me protection. Mm-hmm. A uh, survey also found that Republicans were more likely than independents or Democrats to believe in God. Wow, what a shock. <laughs> wow. 87% so of Republicans surprised. believe in God, 68% of independents, and 66% of Democrats said the same. I mean, that's I hope not... it's 66.6%. Uh, that would be funny. Another thing is that lower-income Americans, older mm. Americans... Women mm -hmm. and those without without college degrees were also more likely yeah. to say they believed in such spiritual entities. That mm. makes so much sense to me. Mm. <laughs> I wonder why that is. That is so weird. <laughs> Said absolutely no one. <laughs> I mean, it does show like the state of like the economic state of America that like these people are so down. Like people who are down really bad are forced to, like, believe in this higher power because they have nothing else to cling to. Right. Where richer, college-educated people are like, I don't need that to believe in that because I I have, you know, my life I, is good. I know better. <laughs> I think it's more like, my life is fine. I don't need to, like, look up to something yeah. to, like, find solace in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It says five spiritual entities has decreased by three to five points since you so that means mm -hmm. all major religions not just the christian god which is like can i think included in muslim I, christianity right. right yeah i also think it's kind of ironic because it's a trilogy and not a five or what do you call it when it's five what do you call it when it's five i don't i don't know a four would be quadrilogy right i guess maybe yes and then yeah I, what's five is five, it, five ology no, is a Pentagon five? Penta oh yeah, I, it is. So five is pentology, pentagon. maybe. Pentology, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I I think this is good. Uh, to be honest, I um, as a former believer uh, that uh, tries to not think too much about religion because then he goes insane. Um, I have to say that I think uh, it's always good to to uh, see that those kind of numbers uh, declines because it it uh, it will. I I think we will come to a stage. I I think it's sadly a little bit far in the future, but I think we will come to a stage where it's probably nearer to like fifty fifty. Even in America, I was going to say, uh, in, but it depends on where you are. Yeah, right. But if you had the same uh, uh, thing in Norway, I think you would be super surprised of how low it is. 
I mean, seventy four percent is not not exactly low as far as like the total right. of people say they. I'm going to guess forty <coughs> in Norway, around forty. Really, That's I'm surprised by that because you have like a out of. You have like a, a, what is it? State religion or country? We had the state religion, yeah. Right. So I would be surprised sure. if it would be that low, but maybe I don't know. I'm, I, I think don't it is. Think you would know because, better than me. Uh, the reason why I say it is because uh, Christianity uh, in politics is very unpopular. Uh, this largest like Christian. Uh, uh, like I said, this is talking about doesn't... all religions, not necessarily just Christianity. Right. right, I understand that, but even I, 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 okay, I'm going to say something that is completely out from my point of view and no one else. I think uh, Islam is stronger in Norway than than Christianity. That's my unbiased, uh, totally out of nowhere. No, I was going to say, based on no facts or data whatsoever. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. It's a feeling I have. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Nobody uh, take that the wrong way, because people could be like, no, oh, no. he's being a racist, but not... Like, no, 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 it's not meant like that Right, exactly, all. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just that uh, I, I see... I see a stronger um, representation of them in politics and uh, in media than I do uh, Christianity. That could be the vocal, min like the vocal minority kind of thing. I, you know, like you sure. see with like trans rights issues in America. There's like this weird right. vocal minority that everybody focuses on but it's really a very mm -hmm. small group of psych psychopaths you know what i mean mm -hmm. that like actually are driving the conversation most people don't believe that and so maybe that's what you're seeing like anecdotally but it's hard to tell mm. i think it's interesting so with that same thing with americans is like there's all these especially hardcore evangelical christians who are like the atheists are trying to take over our country. Uh, mm -hmm. seventy-four percent of like the you you guys are still r running shit. So I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's that very. Yeah, I am. I am a little bit surprised that it's that high. To be to be honest, I guess. I guess I. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, well, okay. Here, here's a weird question. Uh, because I literally don't know this, but are there more people in red states than blue states? Like I have no uh, idea. It, you know, I mean, and red state, blue state changes like per election cycle. So that I mean, the most highly populated states, or or New York and California, are both blue states. Does that I mean that right? And then uh, Illinois is kind of a it's a purple state, which is like where Chicago is, which is like the next kind of giant major. I don't know. I'd be, I'd have to break that down. Would you? Would you think that? Uh, so uh, again, my gut feeling would say that New York is less uh, Christian than Texas. Probably, but that's all anecdotal. There's no way to really yes. tell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that, it's. But that's uh, what we also, said earlier about Democrats and Republicans. Like, yes, yeah. New York is also more. But that's just. 
Uh, that changes demographically when, you know, uh, population change. Like, recently, lots of Californians have moved to Austin, Texas, because of, mm. like, taxes and everything. And nothing had nothing to do with religion or politics. It was, like, money reasons. Like, lots of people from L.A., they didn't like the taxes, so they moved to Austin, Texas. Right. So that changes the demographic breakup of the whole state, if that makes sense. So it, it's all, uh, it's fluid. Yeah. Mm. I like that work. Do you, do you think uh, Macron prayed a little prayer this week? He's probably been praying for the last, like, few, since the beginning <laughs> of his entire <laughs> his presidency, possibly, he's been praying that something would go right at some point. Just please let me get one win. Please make them like me. Right, that's what he's thinking. <laughs> exactly. Nobody likes me. I don't understand why. Emmanuel Macron has said France needs to return to authority at every level. That's going to make people mm -hmm. really happy. After recent urban mm -hmm. unrest over Super. police shooting of a teenager, suggesting that poor parenting was part of the reasons <laughs> teenagers had taken to the streets. That's not patronizing at all. <laughs> the other thing I heard he was blaming was video games. So, yeah, that's good. Uh... <laughs> The police killing oh, of a 17-year-old Algerian <laughs> during a traffic stop last month triggered <laughs> protest marches and six nights of disorder uh -huh. as young men clashed with police and set public buildings uh, and cars ablaze. <laughs> the first president used his first TV interview since <laughs> the unrest to condemn what he called indescrib in indescribable violence and a of clashes on the streets, including burning of schools, city halls, gyms and libraries, and the violent... The violence of looting. I hate that. Fuck. <laughs> the violence of looting. <laughs> oh, gosh. Poor, like, uh, McDonald's and Walmart or whatever they have there. They were violently looted. Uh, that Walmart was violently... Gosh. It, that building also has uh, feelings, okay? So, uh... He said, the lesson I draw from this is order, order, order. Macron did not refer to mm -hmm. concerns on the left or from rights groups that the rioting uh. reflected long-standing anger over racism and discrimination uh, by law No, enforcement. no, no. He didn't even no. mention that. He wasn't like... No. <laughs> How are you so stupid that you believe that? <laughs> well, at least you should mention, like, uh, hey, hey, this, you know, this kid got killed by police. No, like, he didn't even no. bring that up. He just denounced the, the rioting, so. Oh, gosh. Oof. Oh, my God. That was funny. This guy is seriously one of the worst politicians of in all of history, I think, possibly. Oh, he's up there. I mean, without doing anything, like... In, like uh, besides people who have literally uh, massacred entire populations, as far mm -hmm. as like dumb politicians who can't get anything done, he's the one. Right. He's like at the top of that list, practically. In mo in modern time, he's is up there. Him and Boris the... Johnson are just hanging out at the top of that yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and Bush and the Trump. Uh, but yeah, in modern time, I totally agree. I I can't I can't think of anyone. Uh, even fucking closed than those two. Oh gosh, I needed a laugh today, so that was funny. 
thank you, Macron. Yeah, thank you, Macron. You're always good. He yeah. really is always good for a laugh. Um, that is uh, because he's a clown, you know, more or less. I think, uh, hey, I have a good idea for him, actually. He should go to, like, North Korea and learn how to be a dictator. Uh, he he probably, well, he says he wants to, to bring back authority. Mm-hmm. He wants people authority. to respect his authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, and North Korea definitely has a lot of authority. They, uh-huh. they are threatening nuclear retaliation over the U.S. display of military force. We talked about this a week, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, I guess about how we yep. were sending a nuclear submarine there. We're now sending a second mm-hmm. nuclear submarine there. And North Korea said on Thursday, the deployment of the U.S. aircraft carriers, bombers, or missiles submarines, which we did, in South Korea could meet criteria for its use for nuclear weapons, uh, their state media said, citing the defense min- the country's defense minister. The comments raised the stakes uh, as each side step up the play- display of military force in a standoff over the isolated country's nuclear weapons, uh, mm-hmm. the defense ministry statement also accused the U.S. and South Korea of escalating tensions in the region while criticizing the first meeting by their nuclear consultative group. Consultative group. Okay. Mm. The DPRK is short for the Norse official name. Uh, the remark was aimed at a nuclear-armed Ohio-class U.S. ballistic... Su- missile submarine that arrived at a port in the southern city in South Korea earlier this week. So, um, yeah, and this comes after a U.S. soldier. Did you hear about this? Crossed over the border into North Korea last Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I talk about, about it on the news last week because it was kind of a weird story. I didn't really understand what was happening. But this was at mm. a time of heightened tension between Korea and the U.S. North Korea has yet to comment on the incident involving the U.S. soldier. Yeah, this guy just, like... He was in, like, a um, tour group or something? This is what I heard. Mm. Uh, right at, like, those blue... You always see those blue buildings on the border of North Korea and South Korea. They were, like, mm-hmm. in a tour group, uh, touring those buildings, like, and he just was, like, kind of uh, straggling behind the group, and all of a sudden just darted, ru- just ran off. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck mm. is going on? They didn't have time to stop him, and he just... Uh, yeah, it's very weird. Nobody really knows why he did that. Talking about people that are shit at uh, what they do, uh, Elon Musk, uh, he has uh, created uh, X, uh, so you should go uh, on X things, because you can't say tweet anymore, because it's not called tweet Twitter, so. Uh, yeah, I guess, you, I, I, you know, how, how would you use X in like a past tense <laughs> Right. Where you go? I'm. I'm I, thinking that as well. I xed it. I, I'm. I'm xing it. Would be like current. Like the tense. There's weird tense there. Uh, t- yeah. Twitter has changed its brand and logo from its famous blue bird to X. The new white mm-hmm. X on, on a black background has replaced the blue bird on the desktop version of social network. Although it's yet to appear on the mobile y- app. I haven't looked at. It might have changed because this is a uh, from two days ago. Tweets will also okay. be replaced according to Twitter's own owner Elon Musk. Post will be called X's. The billionaire yeah, changed his profile. That is so. That's so stupid. Because what do you call uh, a girlfriend that you had breaking up with? Well, that would be ex, not with just an X. It's just so stupid. 
The billionaire changed his profile picture with the new logo and added x.com to his Twitter bio. So, like, x.com now is the... I guess, I'm guessing if you go to twitter.com, it's still going to just redirect you to x.com, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The, Mr. Sure. Musk wanted to create a super app called X, his vision for a new kind of social media platform that he has been talking about creating for months. As I, What I'm to understand, he's been talking about this for since, like, the late 90s. It's not even, yes. like, this is a long stand. Like, he owned this website for years and years and years. And mm-hmm. it used to be the precursor to PayPal, which he sold off and then bought X from the, from PayPal. Uh, and he had planned for this to be some kind of social media app for years. So that's one thing I've heard reported. Another thing I've heard reported is that this is all a way to sell off uh, or to avoid bankruptcy. So what you... What he could do, this is just a weird, he could file bankruptcy under the name, the company name X. This company X is uh, filing for bankruptcy, right? Mm-hmm. And then he just starts, restarts up Twitter as a separate company. Oh, God. And avoids That's the bankruptcy so completely. <laughs> That's so fucking intelligent. But yeah, uh, the leader of X, uh, Linda, whatever her name, last name is, uh, said x is a future state of unlimited interactivity centered in audio video messaging payments banking created a mar a global marketplace for ideas good services and opportunities powered by ai <laughs> because that's a new hot thing um x will connect us all in ways we are just beginning to imagine Jesus fucking Christ um, pretentious much it's just, I think he's like this is what I've always wanted to do since like the 90s or whatever so I'm yeah. doing it now but it, I don't think he's like he's coming at it from definitely like a personal uh, want and not really like mm-hmm. a, a business perspective because as far as like a branding Twitter already has, like, 20 years plus of, like, you know, good branding that people understand this is what Twitter is. Nobody knows what the fuck X means, right? Not only that, how do you brand a letter? You can't, like, copyright the letter X, right? So the whole thing is, like, kind of broken as as far as a business perspective goes. And let's be honest, if I think of three Xs in a row, I think of porn so there's also that well, there's that I'm website sh- x video which is a porn website which is like x.com xvideo.com they're not that far away from each other i guess one of the reasons why he probably changed it from x is because he's really an alien look that's not that's why he wants to go to space he's trying to get home it's like mm-hmm. elon for yeah. home E.T. Yeah. Elon phone home. <laughs> We're just we making up titles it. for the show now, I think. Uh, <laughs> lawmakers call for greater transparency in UFOs during uh, on UFOs during oversight house uh, house oversight hearing. I'm talking mm-hmm. with my mouth right now. Lawmakers push the federal government to reveal more information on UAPs, often called UFOs, as three former military officials testified during Congress on Wednesday, today. The House Oversight Subcommittee on National Security 
uh, border and foreign affairs, her testimony from David Grush, a former U.S. intelligence official, David Fravor, a former Navy commander, and Ryan Graves, a former Navy pilot. Graves and Favor both claim they spotted UAPs. Grush said he had not personally seen a UAP, but claimed he was informed of a multi-decade pro government UAP retrieval program. Um, lawmakers and witnesses at a roughly... What does that mean? Does, does that mean that he is like, oh, I know of a UFO on the button, bottom of the ocean? <laughs> no, he's saying that he knows of a program in the government. He was informed of a program to retrieve alien spacecraft. He doesn't know if they actually uh -huh. did. He just knows there was a program that was designed specifically to do that. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. And that they were covering it up. It was a multi-decade government uh, program that he was covered up by the government. Uh, and he's the. this is the whistleblower, obviously. Graves told the panel the UAP sightings among commercial and military pilots are both routine and grossly underreported. He added that if the public viewed the video and sensor data he witnessed... Our national conversation would change. Uh, Graves in said, way. I urge us to put aside stigma and address the security and safety issues this topic represents. The American people deserve to know what happens. What's happening in our sky? It's long overdue. Right. Well, that didn't go very well the last time you tried it. Uh, just look at the documentary Mars Attacks. Uh, yeah, also from this. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm. This is from BBC. Uh, mm -hmm. Gersh told lawmakers that non-human biologics had been recovered by the government, but he had never seen an an alien body. So he's in. He's saying that they have alien, D, either alien DNA or like an alien body or something. Is what he said in this hearing. Hmm. Mm. I'm an alien, I'm a legal alien, I'm an Englishman in New York. It says all three witnesses acknowledge that UAPs were potential national security threat as well. Of course they were. Yeah, I get Threats. It. I don't, I mean, threat, have they caused any, like, planes to crash or, like, have they shot anything down? I don't know. Right. You, you have to remember that people think that UFOs are independent thing. <laughs> like no joke like uh they are coming here to hurt us i mean the whole thing about like legal aliens and illegal aliens like uh, people are afraid of what they don't know like people are making laws based on that concept it's it's called being a republican that's that's the whole thing so I understand if people get scared of seeing like sorcerers in the sky, even if they don't fucking hurt us. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's def. Um. All evidence that we understand would be go against mm -hmm. that whole concept, because there's something called the firm. Is it the Fermi paradox? Right. Which says that any kind of like life form that gets big enough will inevitably destroy itself. Mm. Um, just th that uh, the lifetime of a civilization is always going to be short because at some point, unless they are like a perfect utopian society, there's going to be some major war or something that's going to, or a disease or something is going to kill off the mm -hmm. population. So for a 
uh, let's say, an alien civilization to actually get advanced enough to get to us, they would have to right. be like this perfect utopian society of peaceful beings who are, are all loving and all caring. So for them to yeah. even get to us, they would have to be pacifists, right? So for us to right, think that they're yeah. alien or these aliens would be down here to right. kill us all is just yeah, crazy because it goes against yeah, yeah, all yeah. logic. Right? <laughs> that is a good point, and I didn't fucking even think about that. But that principle does work in that way, this that way. I feel. Um, well, so unless, I guess we they have... could be uh, interdimensional species. That that would change the right. Oh yeah, because they would be from our own planet. We just don't see them. They're in, yeah. They would just be right on a different plane of existence, and so yes, they wouldn't have yeah, to yeah. trap. They wouldn't have to get as advanced. They just have to be able to like break mm -hmm. that barrier of dimension barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look at the documentary Interstellar for that. Was did they have any Buddhism in that movie? Uh, I don't remember. No, but I, I don't remember. Any. I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, I maybe Nolan is a Buddhist. I mean, who else would make a three-hour-long movie about the guy making the atom bomb? I know Jack Dorsey, of previously Twitter fame, is uh, practices certain types of Buddhism, right? So there's a oh. connection. Yeah. Oh. Is it the rainbow connection? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Mm. He's kind of a now weird with dude. Less frogs. But uh, yeah, Buddhists uh, don't uh, find uh, frogs solely. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, why? Are we watching a uh, burning of the Buddha? Uh, there was a huge fire um, at, in China, and this was right, like, at a major temple in Northwest China. And there was this video shared around on social media of the temp this temple burning, and there's this massive Buddha in the back. It just looks like something out of a, a movie. You just have to see it, like a disaster movie or something. So give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. Holy moly. Like I said, it looks like something out of, like you'd see in a disaster movie, that they would be seeing this footage on the news at, in their apartment in New York going... Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is so sad. Were uh, people killed? The statue was built in 1998, so it's not exactly an ancient statue or anything. Right. Uh, I but, don't uh, see what? any reports of anybody being injured, no. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But uh, that was a beautiful statue as well. It's sad. It looked like it was okay. I mean, it's made of stone, so it wasn't yeah. going to burn. It's just all the buildings and everything around it did, which mm. can be rebuilt, I, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it is very sad. It probably has to do with climate change. It's been so hot and dry in China, so... Yeah. Do you know what else is hot? Uh, no. Well, Paris Hilton says everything's hot. I don't know. So, That's everything? <laughs> I would say a uh, hundred is a hot number. Yeah. Yeah. E yeah. In either uh, form of temperature, uh, it is definitely hot. Uh, I would also say that uh, 69 is the hottest number. Uh, that you ever did see, uh, yeah. Yeah, 
<laughs> okay, Tron is going to tell the truth about the power of the hundred. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. I was off last week because I have, well, I become a father. So, more I become a father, get into the role, I also wonder what kind of future will my kid have? What kind of world will it exist? I remember as a kid, I saw all sci-fi movies. Star Trek was one of them. Star Trek was a show that predicted a good future, a positive future, where people come together for all the kind of nation, benefit of humankind, blah, blah, blah. No poverty anymore, no money existed, and so on. It's very popular in the United States. Funny, because it's closer to socialism than any show on TV. But again, that's not important. I also watch other movies like Logan's Run, Running Man, tons of different different shows. And many of the shows also predict a more not that good future. A future of tyranny, where a bunch of small families own everything. Our corporation control the world, not government, the people. Wait. Wait. Is that did people in the 60s and 70s didn't see in the ball and saw the future? Because the world today is that. It's so funny, but one of the largest military groups in the world, in Russia, is a wider group. That group is a private-owned company. It was so powerful that even fucking Putin was afraid of it. A private fucking army. Who runs it? Who pays for it? The Wagner group also do revolutionary work for a lot of shitty dictators in Africa. They got money from exploiting people and exploiting their resources. Today, we are there already. In, in, the, in the show, The Good Place, it was some segment that they tried to explain why no people have ever gone to heaven. Because no people could be perfect. Because everything they touched, everything they bought, had some history behind it. If they bought a, like a telephone, they were all like part of the telephone was made by slave work in Africa and so on. The world is so fucking complex. But it isn't. There are a hundred big fucking companies who own tons of other companies who again own and own and own and own. They own fucking everything. They don't give a fuck about you. They're willing to see the world burn. If we have temperatures in Europe now so high that is not normal climate change is here but they rally to this crazy fucking conservative shit train and try to pretend that it is not people still don't believe science but they still believe that there's a dangerous communist conspiracy or a Jewish conspiracy or a Muslim conspiracy about taking over the world we are fucked if we don't do anything it's very really easy, because a lot of things, it's not that invisible, if you just want to look, if you want to search, if you just go behind the headlines, you can see easily who owns who. Of course, there are a lot of people who hide what they own. They are like places they can place their money, like Cayman Islands and Switzerland and so on. States who I think are fucking crooks, yes. I fucking hate Switzerland and I fucking hate the Cayman Islands and every fucking state who behaves like them. Before, I used to have, like, a very black and white view of who I should say was criminal. 
people who stole something was maybe criminal. People who used drugs were definitely criminal. But no, after live, I'm 48, doing politics for a year, being a social worker and so on, I can see maybe it's not that black and white. I think people who fucking sell drugs and use drugs have a higher moral than people who own oil companies who destroy a fucking future. I think people who are down on the ladder is better, moral, equipped to raise a family and people high up on the ladder. It's fucking crazy, but that's what the world gets. I have a responsibility now to raising my son to be something different. Different from me, because I think every generation shall see that the next generation get better. That means that my son is going to be done mistakes, because he will. He do mistakes because that's how we grow up. If you don't do mistakes, you're not a fucking human human being. That's a part of living. If you're over 40 and not regret anything you've done, you're a fucking psychopath. We can do a better world. I tried to explain this so many times before. But again, but again, but again, we never learn. We are in the climate crisis right now. We are having a war in Ukraine right now. And we can have another war against China if you're not fucking very careful. We've always been a brink of something. I remember in November 1989 when I was a kid that mama screamed to me from the cellar where we were watching the news. The Berlin Wall is going down. The Berlin Wall is going down. And we all thought it was going to be peace in Europe, peace in the world, and something new bad is going to happen. It didn't. It has gotten worse and worse and worse. But that hope can still be light, light again. But it's up to you. It's up how you treat your kids and how you address the world. You cannot, you cannot hide anymore. Because people have to engage in something. Things are not just fun and games. Not everything is just entertainment and fun. Yes, it is not pleasant to do politics. It's not pleasant to do a lot of things. But you have to fucking do it. Because now it's real serious. And if you're going to do it, nobody else is going to do it. Because soon it will be in a human planet to live on. This was Tron. Tron tells the truth. Fuck the hundred. Fuck the hundred. That uh, was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you, as always, Tron. Uh, I think he should name his kid Fro. That's Fro. a very nice name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's a pretty good name. That's that's what I think. Like it's very unbiased, of course. I think you should name Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. C H. E S E or E S U S yeah Jesus. <laughs> Make sure it gets bullied at school. <laughs> Either that or they're uh, gonna pray to him. One or the other. Yeah. Everybody loves cheese. Uh, okay. <laughs> Everybody. Well, except for people who are lactose intolerant, I guess. Yeah, I was just going to say that. That would, that would be like everybody. that would be like the Romans, the lactose intolerant people would turn uh. on him. <laughs> He's not the Lord of the Jews. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. Right. <laughs> that was the reason he why he made me shit really my pants for the last two days. <laughs> 
No wonder I sold him for 30 gold coins. Silver coins, sorry. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I have seen a lot of things that uh, you already have seen, of course, because uh, you talked about it last week. Uh, for example, I will talk about the best show ever, uh, Barbie Dreamhouse Challenge. That sure was a show that you saw last week because it was very good and everything. Um, Home and Garden Television. So, right. Yes. Uh, I heard your complaints last week uh, before I saw it, so... Um, um. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, my biggest gripe with the show is kind of your same gripes that you had. Especially the one with uh, them remaking like this house into the Barbie house in different uh, time periods. So it will look very uh, distorted. Like there will not be like one uh, red uh, thread through the house. So I'm going to guess that it will look shit ugly when they're done. Uh, yeah, I think um, the problem, like when you get a designer for like a house, like mm -hmm. a, a decorator, they decorate the mm -hmm. whole house to like have a flow and like a uh, match. Mm -hmm. None of the shit's gonna yeah. match. Every room's gonna be yeah. totally yeah. Uh, that is probably my biggest uh, gripe. Also, uh, my second biggest gripe is uh, the price that uh, the people they are. Uh, uh, like fighting for at home, it's it's not that good. It's like it's two weeks in this house that will look bad. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I didn't even mention that when I talked about it. But there's like a, they've they're competing for a fan, a Barbie fan, mm -hmm. right? The people who mm -hmm. are like the uh, home and garden celebrities are competing for a fan who's not even there by the way they're like on right. a remote zoom call yeah and it's not even that uh, it's bad i mean it is bad but but it's just like it, i i think the whole thing is based on so many like convoluted things and i think like like i said i i totally agree with you like uh, the price that they are winning uh the house will look awful when they're done it will like have no aesthetic uh, uh, uh red uh, thread and uh, yeah it just seems like everything that they are doing in this house is what i would hate having a, a designer for i just for. really hated that so the hosts stupid. were acting like uh, a host the whole time, mm -hmm. the uh, celebrities because each one of these celebrities yeah. is a host of a different like home and garden show so they're yeah, acting yeah. like a host instead of acting like a contestant and then there's also mm -hmm. a host so this show has like what feels like 15 hosts which is really annoying mm -hmm. right uh one positive thing that you didn't mention because you you don't know the lady but the, the lady that's in the team uh from uh the food network i uh, i've seen her uh, uh, on kitchen, uh, not kitchen nightmares. Uh, the one with, uh, where where they have challenges and they have to like, uh, Cook? you can put things on. Yeah, I was gonna say that's yeah, like so, every show. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you you, you pay I and mean, you pay money for them to have bad things. 
and you outbid them and things like that. It's really good. Anyway, uh, but yeah, she's uh, uh, the main one of the main judges in that, and she's very like nice, and she seems very like funny. And uh, it was of course them that got the kitchen. Do you think that was? Uh, none of this like is real. Out of nowhere. None of this yeah. is real. It's all fake. Yeah. All of it. I bet you most of the stuff that's actually being built, like these these celebrities, those home and garden celebrities, they they're not doing the shit. They show up for five minutes to film, and then a crew comes mm-hmm. in and builds the shit. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. all it's a hundred percent fake. It's a giant commercial for the Barbie movie, which you literally can't yeah. get away from. That's even one thing I put on my list of things to talk about in the Jeremy round. But since we're talking about it. I mm-hmm. I was excited to see the Barbie movie a month ago. Now that I've been bombarded mm-hmm. by the uh, the ridiculous amount of advertising that they've <laughs> given me, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm so annoyed by this amount of advertising, I don't want to see the movie anymore. You've ruined the movie right. with your advertising somehow. No. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, uh, to be a, su- such a bad show, we had talked about it for long enough, but uh, I will give it three Okay, I saw... Let's talk about Son of a Critch. Did you check this out? I did. This was a show from a couple years ago, I guess, because there's two seasons of Mm -hmm. it from Canada, but uh, CW Network, I guess, decided, we're going to just act like this is a show, mostly probably because of the writer's strike, I'm guessing, is why they picked this up, don't you think? Mm, Yeah, yeah, totally. This is based out of Newfoundland, Canada, uh, mm-hmm. where they have, you know, an interesting accent. They have, it's a whole different kind of like world in Newfoundland than the, not only Canada, but kind of the rest of, you know, uh, North America. And they have different traditions that are very interesting. It's all about a young boy, kind of coming of age story, right? Uh, he's going mm-hmm. to, is it high school or kind of a middle school? It's hard to tell what he's going from a new school or going to a new school from an old school. Uh, he doesn't know anybody, he's getting bullied, he meets a new friend, it's very coming of age, right? Except it's in this mm-hmm. interesting place, Newfoundland, and that's really the basis of the story, is showing you, you know, the culture. Uh, it's kind of a comedy, but it's very, what, Canadian humor? It's fine, it's a sitcom, so I'm expecting Fro's not gonna like it that much. What'd you think? Uh, well, I actually liked it. Uh, I thought it was, uh, okay. Uh... Yeah, I normally don't like sitcoms, so I went in with this uh, with very low expectations. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, it's good enough. Uh, it's not like anything I would very much recommend to other to check out, but uh, it's fine. My biggest I, problem. I didn't get. To, yeah. My biggest problem was definitely the narrator. He didn't. F- Mm, I'm guessing yeah. the narrator is the guy who wrote the story, and he probably is the person who yeah. lived this whole thing in real life, possibly. But mm. you should have just got a real narrator because he doesn't sound. Yeah. It doesn't sound correct, right? It feels like. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. It just feels wrong. Yeah. Uh, mm. Overall, I don't know. I'd give it a. I'm gonna give it a five point five. Do you know what? I gave it a five. So <laughs> we're extremely near. It's very Canadian. The humor's very Canadian. It's very Canadian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, full circle. Uh, this is from Max. Yo, yeah. Uh, this is an investigation of a kidnapping that went a little bit bad. 
the role list for this is like li- ridiculous. Like it has uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan, it has Claire Danes, it has Timothy Olfant, it has C C H Pounder, it has Dennis fucking Quaid in it. So I have to say that I went in with this with pretty high expectations. Uh, those were not fucking met. That's for fucking sure. Uh, this is not a good show. Uh, it's kind of boring and very trite. I saw two episodes of this and I'm definitely out. Uh, it's not like bad enough to 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 um, to not like it's not bad enough to to like get angry at it. It's just like it it was there and I saw it. I I gave it uh, f- f- four, but uh, uh, I think uh, having Steven Soderbergh's name on it and having that uh, list of people in it it should have been better yeah it feels like they kind of were banking on the fact um, that the names would bring people in and it, it yeah. did it got yeah, it got both much. of us to watch right so yeah, yeah um i yeah did you kind of get the feeling of a uh like the the way it was filmed did it feel kind of bbc like british television very much yeah very much which was so, so yeah. strange to me and just like Mm, felt cheap, kind of. So yeah, that's what I. Mm-hmm. Thought. Did you give it a score? Sorry. Uh, four. Four. Okay. Uh, let's touch. Let's talk Futurama. I guess since it's not actually like a premiere, this is season eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. they brought back Futurama. Neither of us were. I remember Why? us talking about it when they announced it, and we were both like, yeah. "That series ended so well." And, like, had such it's a good so wrap-up, and yeah. everybody loves yeah. Futurama, and they're like, hey, you know I what we it. should do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I saw and two episodes so far, because I just got to it last night. Um, have you seen more yeah. than that? No. Uh, the first I'm, couple I'm episodes just, are funny. I have just seen 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 the first. Oh, really? Uh, okay. To be, to, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really liked the first episode. Uh, I think... Uh, what you should do if you bring things back is make fun of bringing things back. So uh, the first episode is all about like binging and uh, like looking for nostalgia where uh, nostalgia can be found in television and things like that. And I very much like that. I love when television like talk about themselves. Uh, I I thought it was very good, and I uh, was actually a little bit surprised of how much I liked it. Because, uh, like you said, uh, for me, Futurama is one of their the very like few uh, I would say like perfect shows, untainted, went, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. We're like very much lots of shows. They wrap. I think we've even had a huge discussion about this, where shows wrap up just too many seasons, like. Uh, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nine-Nine. They should have finished uh, right. the first time, right? And this one never did, and it felt like, oh, I hope they don't ruin it. But at least in the first two mm-hmm. episodes, uh, comedy is like on that level. They even in the first episode point out, like, in the trial yeah. scene, he's like, we need to make a rule that 
shows can't come back unless they uh, yeah, are at the same quality as when they left. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah, they yeah. did that. I think they maintained that whole thing. Yeah, um, I agree. I thought it was funny, and uh, I, yeah, all the voices are still there. Everybody's. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really like how they re like the very first part of the very first episode. How they do the time travel wormhole stuff is kind of like well i understand why i understand it it's yeah. just a little cheesy mm, yeah uh but it a is a little bit trite a little it is like a little bit funny i guess also i don't know mm. i give the whole thing a, a seven uh i give it an 8.5 actually okay yeah it felt nostalgic, but not, like, it, it's weird. I feel like there's been so many nostalgia things being brought back like this that I'm, it's mm-hmm. almost lost nostalgia by seeing so much other nostalgia. <laughs> like, the, n- nostalgia is wearing off for getting nostalgic shows. Does that it? Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Uh, since you're talking about that, I'm actually going to talk about a new show I saw this week. Uh, because I saw My Strange Addiction... Still addicted? Question mark. Uh, so I have a weird uh, thing for uh, my strange addiction. I fucking love that show. It is so fucking weird. Uh, so when I saw TLC bringing it back and going back to people they had talked to before, I had to see the first episode of that. Uh, it is. Yeah, so if you had to guess, do you think it's good or do you think it's bad, Luke? Uh, I, I just always found that show depressing, so I never really watched it. I don't know, it's it's usually... Mm-hmm. I always thought that show was bad. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you remember I'm Intimate with a Car? Uh, sure, I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah, and also they talked to the lady that ate uh, toilet paper. Um, Yeah, I felt extremely bad uh, watching it. Uh, I, I, uh, you know, when you uh, think you like something and then all of a sudden you don't like it anymore. That's what it felt like watching this again. Uh, so, uh, the first episode is the toilet eater and the cat licking and the car lover. Uh, uh, and I just felt bad. I, I, I remembered it as a, as a fun little, like, show with nostalgic feelings around it. When I now watched it again with them bringing, like, people back from that, I, I felt guilty for liking my strange addiction instead of like uh yeah thinking of the people that was involved with it i guess i i wasn't uh um mentally there when i watched the first episodes so yeah it was just sad 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 okay i will give it a three uh yeah i would i always thought that show was really depressing there's a lot of tlc shows where they're like act like it's funny and like thousand pound mm-hmm. sisters but when you look at it you're like there's a lot of really sad s- stuff happening here in like the background that they don't really talk about or whatever uh, I guess yeah yeah that one's more upfront about how depressing it is um maybe that's good maybe it's bad 
What else did I see this week? Uh, let's go. The only reality show somehow that I saw this week was Surf Girl Hawaii. That's very good that you bring that up. Because I, I kind of... Uh, yeah. Uh, do you know what this fucking reminded me of? Um, That uh, football show we saw two weeks ago? It's the exact same yep. show as that. It's also the exact it's... same show as that golf show and that NASCAR show. <laughs> yep. Yep. That is entirely true. Uh, it is so fucking weird because I went into this and and I was like, uh, one, I hate surfing. Okay. Two, I hate everything that's like sport, sport related and things like that. I like, I, I hate everything that it's like sport documentary or sport thing. So uh, I am very happy that you saw this. So you can talk more about uh, the surfing aspect of it. I'm guessing, but but it's just like for me, this was so boring. It's more of a reality show about the stars, just like that football show we talked about two weeks ago. Like I said at the time well, when we talked one about week that, ago, you talked about the quarterbacks. You talked about that last week because I have that on my list. Oh, did we? Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. We can talk about that at the same time we talk about this then, because mm -hmm. it's... I already talked about it last week, so we don't really need to fully go back over it. It's like mm -hmm. this exact same show, just with a different sport. They clearly have a formula. They're just taking different sports and uh, repeating the formula. And this is the exact same show in the sense that they, they have these sports stars and they just follow them in their career, right? Yeah, I totally agree. And it's kind of interesting because I also saw The Golden Boy about uh, Oscar La Hoya this week. Uh, so I, I I can put that under the branch as well. Well, no, because that's so just it's... one sports star. Each one of these shows, sure. it, they're following three or four uh, sports stars. So, like, the NASCAR show followed three oh, or yeah, four NASCAR true. people. The golf show followed four, three or four golf people. And it's always mm. like, these are the top almost the top of their class, sometimes the top, and they're all kind of competing against each other, and there's like a back and forth, mm. and you always see like their family life in the background. That's the, mm. It's so formulaic, and they could just repeat it with every sport. So like, they could do it for magic cards <laughs> if they wanted to, you know what I'm saying? They could do it for bocce ball or whatever, you know? So... <laughs> Can't wait for the bocce ball show on Netflix. I'm, I guarantee um, you they'll do it for cricket because it's just such a <laughs> it's such a huge sport, right? So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I totally agree. Boring, trite, and very, very bad. If I had to pick out my least favorite of the three, I have to say quarterback was the worst of the. You, if you saw the NASCAR one, that would probably be your least favorite, but I don't think you saw that one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> never going to watch that. Right, yeah. It has two things I hate in it, cars and cars. Honestly, the surf one was probably my favorite out of all of these. Because um, mm. uh, I don't like golf, uh, mm. I don't like NASCAR, and I, I, football mm. is okay, but it's like these mega rich people that I don't connect with were the surfer girls. Right. They're not that well off. A lot of them are struggling even, and so I connect mm -hmm. better with them as, like, people. Yeah. And also, it was very nice to hear Hawaiian being spoken in a... There was a lot of reverence for their culture and things like that, yeah. yeah. That was super interesting. Yeah. Her dad was super cool. Like, he was the most interesting. Which one? Because they were like... Oh, the, one, uh, the guy who was... Uh, the 
former pro surfer. The surfer. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, pretty yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I will give uh, the quarterback thing uh, one. I will give uh, the golf thing uh, two. I will uh, give uh, the NASCAR uh, I don't want to see. And uh, this I will give three, maybe. Yeah, I give Surf Girls actually probably like a, a 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's far better than the other ones just because they... It feels more genuine and less, like, mm -hmm. manufactured, I guess. Your turn. Okay, let's talk about uh, Special Ops Lioness. Uh, this is our... Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, yes. With uh, Morgan Freeman, Nicole Kidman, <laughs> and Soa uh, Saldani, is that her name? Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how to yeah. pronounce her last name. I, uh, but I was like, oh, Morgan Freeman and Nicole Kidman? Okay, I had never fucking heard about this uh, oh, before this week. Yeah, me neither, until this week. But uh, yeah. Nicole Kidman and Morgan Freeman have, like, minor roles. I wouldn't say they're, like, major yes. players. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They are just, like, in the role list to make people uh, watch it. But I did read a very funny article this week uh, that this was supposed to be the uh, sequel to to um, uh, uh, that L Nolan um, uh, movie Cesaro. It was supposed <laughs> to be the sequel. I don't think because this was like I'm it's assuming a this spiritual is... spiritual successor. She called it. Oh, okay. That makes yeah, more yeah. sense. Because uh, I would assume, because it's called Special Ops uh, Lioness, that there was probably a Special Ops original show, or is there not? Special Ops uh, TV show. Because I've never heard... Uh, you're right, I'm a, but I'm assuming, right, that there was probably... Oh, no, there's not. Okay. Oh, oh wait, no. Special Ops is a Indian Hindi language espionage thriller... I guess maybe is a base uh, spin-off of that. I have no idea. I've never seen that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is about what a woman. Well, it's about a couple of women, specifically mm -hmm. one who's already in the special forces. Who at the very beginning mm -hmm. we see her have to kill one of her uh, operatives uh, because they're going to be mm -hmm. tortured by the Taliban, uh, and then she has to get a new operative, and that's our other main character. And she's uh, a badass uh, who had a hard life, right? I guess that's the... At least in the first episode. This is the most propagandy propaganda show for the more, the military, specifically the Marines, I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, that is entirely true. Uh, but I uh, took that away. Uh, I'm... I feel I'm going to be the... Contrarian of the two of us. Uh, this has a Rotten Tomato score of 54 on the review side, but uh, whooping 78 on uh, the audience. Um, I more agree with the audience than uh, the reviewers. I, I like this show. I did. Um, I also can see the propaganda through this. Uh, I totally can. 
So it's taking it a notch down. The scene where she can't get into any building, but then she uh, opens the doors to the the Marine Recruiting Center and gets saved. (laughs) That's not if that's not propaganda. I don't know what is. (laughs) I I I said I didn't see it. I totally can. But that didn't really destroy my enjoyment of the show. To be honest. Well, it was also just generally a bad show. I mean, it's not... I liked it. Yeah, you could like it. It's not... Production value-wise, it's not good. Uh, The acting's mid-level. The storyline is, like, a lot... Like, almost every one of these shows you've ever seen. This isn't... There's nothing original happening here. So... No, that's... You can like it as a show. It doesn't make it... That's why the critics and the audience disagree, because... The critics are looking at it from like a technical standpoint and things like that, and it's mm. not—it's not anything special in that regard, right? So, I agree, uh, but uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm going to give it a six. It's—it's it's not better than that, so don't worry. Yeah, it's like a three. I go. Uh, yeah, it's the it, technically it's not a great show. The storyline's pretty basic, and the propaganda on top of that is what I hated about it most. Mm-hmm. Um, another show that also has some weird propaganda happening, and it justified City Prime Prime of Primeval 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 Primeval. I would say Primeval. Okay. Um. Uh. Have you? Okay. So, are you a big fan of the original? I've never seen the original. I don't think. Okay. And if I did, I I don't remember watching it. (laughs) I'm a huge fan. Of the original. It's uh, probably one of my favorite uh, FX uh, shows of all time, to be completely, completely honest. I uh, fuckly, fucking love Tomty Oliphant uh, in that show. So me going into this uh, had very high expectations. Let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, let's talk about the show. What did you think? Well, we should say what it's about first. Mm. Uh, it's a, well, it's a crime, it definitely like a crime drama. The It's got a father and daughter combo where this, I guess, is our main character. He's a mm. U.S. Marshal. Uh, they're, I don't, what are they doing? Traveling to a, um, I, it's hard to tell. Are they actually going to conversion camp or not? (laughs) Cause I'm, I, at the very beginning I was like, wait, are they joking? And then they never bring it up again. Right. Yeah. No, they are joking. Okay. Are you sure? Cause I think maybe he's actually, he's actually taking her to conversion camp. No, no. I don't. I don't think so. Right, but they never like actually tell you. It's very weird. Um, yeah, yeah. You could they construe moving, it that way. They are. They are moving. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of him dealing with her, but then he's also a U.S. marshal, so it's him following this specific uh, bombing that happens to a judge, uh, and. Uh, the crime drama part of it happens from there during the cr- like mm. crime drama parts where they're like breaking like going into houses and things seemed a little bit like they were glorifying p- p- police violence yeah mm. you know when you love a show and uh, you feel like something is missing from the revival of it that is what it feel- felt like 
uh, it feels like some things don't click into place. Mm-hmm. So it it just feels like it's hollow, soulless, uh, cash grabs, cash grab. Yeah, that's that's uh, what it felt uh, for me. Uh, watching this, I I I actually got angry watching it. It, it just like. <sighs> I I I don't need this. Uh, it's just it. It was a little like when I tried to watch the first season of uh, the new Charmed. Oh, right. I <laughs> remember I, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Charmed, the the original. It just felt like okay, we're building on something that. Uh, uh, talking about the TV show that ended perfectly, like justified. Uh, just feels so unnecessary and it just feels so cash grab and soulless and bad i am giving this a big fat three maybe two and a half uh okay i didn't i mean i didn't see the original so i don't have that bias going into it obviously Mm. uh i thought it was probably like a four four um, four point five is actually what i got gave it uh, you're kind mm. of swaying me a little bit, but, uh, you know, it's one of those very standard uh, cop drama shows um, that I've seen a million times. It's like CSI or something, but it's got a little twist where the daughter's there, and she's, like, the most interesting character of the entire show. Like, mm. without her, this mm. w- this show would be nothing, right? So, I yeah. totally agree, yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk about the, my favorite show of the week. Uh, that is a, a little show, sorry, uh, called uh, The Sixth uh, Commandment. Uh, this is a BBC show for episode. I can not recommend this uh, more than I'm going to do. It is probably my favorite BBC show in many many years uh i really really liked it uh what is it about you ask well it is uh about this gay priest uh uh getting a new uh land uh what do you call it when you take people in uh, when you're the landlord and you get people into your house oh a tenant a new tenant there you go thank you uh, and uh, the ramifications of that. Uh, it's uh, based on a true story. Uh, it is one of the best acting things I have seen in many, 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 many years. Uh, it's uh, really, really good. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. I think it's that good. What? Uh, I might be able to find it. I'll have to look around the internet. But also, uh, there's a BBC America, so it'll show up there at some point. Mm. Um, let's see, what else? I guess the last thing I saw, which also I thought was pretty good, Praise Petey. Did you see this? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> Freeform cartoon. I don't think Freeform does a lot of cartoon shows, right? I think they're uh, mostly... The stuff we've seen from no. them is live action. Yeah, this... Yeah, I can't think of any on on uh, the animation style in this is is very like uh, the remnant of things I've seen before. 
like yeah, uh, I I was a and my mom made me a sheriff. That's kind of the animation style of this. Show. Yeah, it's similar to even um, that show we saw about the woman who her father is running the secret government agency. Right. That. Yeah. It's got a similar mm -hmm. style to that as well. This is about a woman who <coughs> has like the perfect New York kind of uh, socialite life. Um, mm -hmm. Her father dies and she finds out she inherited a cult. And she goes there and realizes that she's like the uh, she's the daughter of the cult leader, right? And so now she, yeah. because of her bloodline, is like the leader of the cult by virtue mm. of everybody, mm -hmm. what just believing in her. Um, mm -hmm. Very funny concept. There's only two episodes out right now. It's also available mm -hmm. on Hulu in America if you don't have cable, which most people don't. Um, yeah, it's fun. I was. I didn't go in with high expectations or low expectations. I actually didn't even know it was a cartoon. I assumed it wasn't because it was freeform. Uh, but mm -hmm. I had fun with it. What do you think? Yeah, no, uh, this was very, very funny. Uh, I also didn't go into this uh, knowing anything about it. Uh, the concept is so fucking funny. And uh, the two episodes I, I really liked had belly laughs. And I usually don't get that from like cartoons so it's uh, uh it's it's my second favorite thing i've seen this week definitely it seemed like a little um like anybody could enjoy it with the kind of what's the good way to put this there's like a divisive uh political separation in america but you know on like social mm -hmm. issues and it felt like this show either side of the coin could enjoy it because it poked fun at both sides does that make sense i don't know yeah i that's what i really liked about it well that was also the last thing i saw this week so let's talk about that uh, very good again i am so happy this is good based on a true story they they ditched the last episode in trash and they were like nah let's move on from that yeah, all the characters they added and everything. Well, they, well, they literally <laughs> ditched one, like one of the because yes. the main storyline. Yeah, they take it off. Well, the main storyline that came out of the last one was that this lady found out about right. them doing the podcast, and she found mm -hmm. out, and one, uh, and she was like wanted in on on it, uh, mm -hmm. and that was the whole purpose of the last episode. And in this episode, we just completely because of the very end of this. Uh, got rid of that whole storyline. So it was kind of like mm -hmm. these two whole episodes were pointless because they canceled each other out, right? Yeah, yeah. Other than this was very, very funny and actually good. Episode 7? Yeah, I don't know what happened last week, but it, they they totally shit their leg. And... They were setting up for this week. That was the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, episode 7, National Geographic, Temptation creeps in on Avi Ava and Nathan as they try to move on from the auction. auction. Right, that was the last week's episode. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and so what happens, she found out, we get a bunch of, like, of these uh, daydream scenes, which we still... So funny. Like, I don't understand why they're doing them. Like, it seems like halfway through the season... The daydreaming stuff started and is going somewhere. Right. Obviously, there's some reason for it. But in the beginning half of the season, we didn't have any of it. So 
Mm-hmm. It felt like it just kind of started mid-season, and people, uh, and then it continued. Um, so we have the daydream scene with him and the woman who who knows about their uh, podcast, and then mm-hmm. we have the daydream scene of her and this guy who she met like in episode one, who hasn't really been in the show at all until this mm-hmm. episode again, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, I I. Uh thought they were on form again i thought it was funny again uh i wish i didn't like uh, saw last week because it was such a uh a dip in in it's not it wasn't only like they had 1600 new storylines but it was just the quality of the show was bad and this week they just decided oh no i know what we should we should make it good again. <laughs> well, you can tell definitely that this show is each episode is a different director or like it's yes. you know done different uh, by different people, um, and so you can see the, the change in that uh, from episode to episode. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that um, it's weird to have two episodes just instantly cancel each other out to the point where mm-hmm. we could have just skipped these two episodes and moved on to the next episode and. I don't think we would have missed much, right? That's yeah, kind of I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I will, I will give this uh, seven point five again. Um, I give it a seven. I think the cliffhanger is decent in this one again. I think that's oh, really so, what yeah. helps the show, yeah. makes you want to keep watching more. Is each episode yeah. has a good cliffhanger. Uh, this one, of course, being that the the woman who found out about their podcast is they find her dead on their front porch. We don't know mm-hmm. that it was the killer, but it's a very good chance that it was the killer. Right? <laughs> if it walks like the killer, talks like the killer, and looks like the killer, it's probably the killer. Right. Well, last time uh, when the lady jumped off the roof, though, you know, so, yeah. True, 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 right. true. <laughs> but uh yeah also where she was when they found her makes me think that it was the killer so. right and th- she, she had something in her mouth that was uh what was it yeah that oh, indicated yeah. Um, that it was him also i can yes i don't even yeah, remember what yeah. the object was but uh, i remember mm. that that happened so uh yeah well talking decent. about yeah hmm? I, I said yeah it was decent yeah well, talking about streaming services, let's talk about Netflix that has a new My Netflix tab on mobile apps. Which I barely ever use Netflix on my phone. But Me neither. If I'm going to watch something on my phone, it's going to be like YouTube most of the time, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's just better for that kind of small video format. Mm-hmm. But Netflix has rolled out a new feature design uh, starting Monday, Netflix app is adding My Netflix, a new tab described as a one-stop shop tailored for you. A Netflix tab su- supersedes the download tab on the app where users could find and watch TV shows and movies they had saved. The Netflix, My Netflix provides a consolidated view of users' downloads, a list of TV series and movies they have given a thumbs up, thumbs up to, which I never, ever do that, so... Uh, Shows yeah. and films they've saved to their list, which I do occasionally. Trailers, trailers they've watched. I don't know why you need that. And reminders mm-hmm. for uh, upcoming releases. That could be useful, I guess. In certain, very small certain instances. Like, I don't know, big shows, right? Like the new Squid Games or uh, 
or Stranger Things or something like that. Yeah. Mm. It also has a list of titles yeah. there in the middle of watching and what they recently watched. See, recently watched that's that's mm-hmm. obviously important and list the titles. Let's just the same tab they already had called continue watching. So it right. I don't really need uh, see a need for that uh, thing, but uh, I, like I said, I'm not the user of this, so I, I can't really. I assume eventually it's going to move over off mobile to the other to the TV and um, and uh, internet browser as well. Is my yeah. guess, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, Michael Jackson. Uh, has a new sexual abuse lawsuit? I, I don't think it's new. Um, it's being revived. Is it the guys from the documentaries? I think so. It says here, a California yeah, yeah. appeals court on Wednesday today will consider reviving the dismissed lawsuits of two men alleged sexual abuse by Michael Jackson as children. The suits were filed in 2009 after Jackson's death by Wade Rob Robson and in 2013, and James Safechuck the following year, the two men became widely known for telling their stories on the, in the 2019 yeah. HBO documentary. Yeah, you see, I don't believe them, so... In 2021, Supreme Court Judge Mark A. Young ruled that the two corporations and their employees had no legal duty to protect the two men from Jackson and throughout the suits, but a tentative decision last month by the Second District Court of Appeals reversed that judgment and ordered the case back to trial. Uh, lawyers mm. for the Jackson estate on Wednesday will try to convince the appeal to be reversed. So they still have, they can still appeal it, I suppose. Hmm. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. It could be big news, yeah. though. This could end up being big news, but we'll see if it actually happens. Do you think they have books about Michael Jackson? I guarantee you they have multiple books about Michael Jackson on Audible. Why do I need to use Audible? You need to go to Audible because they have audiobooks. And if you want to learn about things in book form but not having to use your eyeballs, go to audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. Use our link and you'll get a free book of or podcast or some kind of digital media audio uh, off of there for free. Keep the keep the but, book but or whatever. What happens if I cancel? If you cancel, you get to keep the book. Mm. Yeah. Really? If, as long wow. as you cancel before 30 days. Yeah. Keep the book. Mm. Go do it. Movie round. Have we watched any movies? Uh, well, I have, of course. Because, guess what? I've been gone a week. I, we, we're not talked about it or anything, so I'm not going to mention it again. Uh, but... So, uh, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Uh, yeah, um, Ron Perlman was the voice for Optimus Prime. That was good. Uh, Dave, uh, Pete Davidson was the voice. Can't think of anything else that I liked about this movie. Because that's the only thing I can actually remember from this shit action movie. Um, do you know what? I was very angry at this. Uh, mostly because the last one was so fucking good. 
uh, and then they wasted my fucking time with this one. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I I don't understand why this was so bad. It shouldn't have uh, been this bad. Uh, but uh, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Uh, uh, it's just like, so, it's just like, it, it felt very 90s, and it felt uh, that it was like back to the times where, when uh, Roland Emmerich made movies. So, yeah, not my cup of tea. Okay, did you give it a score? Uh, yeah, I said a 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, I also saw the Flash, by the way, uh, this week. Okay. Uh, that was a controversial movie that a lot of people have talked about. Uh, Mostly people who didn't see it because nobody went and saw that movie because it did horribly. <laughs> yeah. Mostly people talking it. about it who didn't see it. So. Yeah, it is a solid, entertaining, predictable time travel movie. <laughs> Uh, with uh, some DC people in it, I I think I think if you take away all the controversy and all the DC part of it, I would probably have liked it a little bit better. But since it's so glazed into that things, I couldn't really enjoy it that much, and also give it a three. So there's that. Okay, I saw mm-hmm. um, Sisu this week. Nice, uh, I like that movie. What, what is this? Is it Finnish? I don't remember. Yes. Finnish, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was advertised a lot in America on TV mm. like a month a month or two ago. Uh, so I think it probably came out there a while ago. It's a um, what, revenge film is the best way to put mm-hmm. it. Revenge film uh, about a guy who goes around killing Nazis... You know, I think we've seen a few of these movies in the past, but this one's Finnish. Uh, mm. It's got a lot of very fun kind of uh, almost mm, Home Alone-esque battle scenes. Moments, yeah. Yeah, where he's like setting very up traps so. against people, and uh, <laughs> except far more bloody, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, there, there's not really a like a moral to this story. It's just like a guy going no. around and having getting revenge on... Uh, these people who wronged him. It's similar, like you said, to that movie, uh, the Netflix movie, but I'd yeah. say this one's better. Blood and Guts. Yeah, it feels... I th- I feel like the uh, main character feels more badass, where the other... Mm-hmm. The Netflix movie, that guy felt a little... Um, what's the more... Uh, where he he had more, a wider range of emotions because he like it was mm. falling in love with this woman and ha- felt for this mm. kid and all that stuff. Where this, it was just like, I'm a robot who's on a mission to kill things, right? Like Terminator yeah. or something, which mm. feels more badass in a way. And, I don't know, makes the movie more uh, crazy. or it's a, It makes the movie feel less fl- formulaic. That's the best way to put it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun with it. I'd give it an 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with that score. Uh, Asteroid City I saw this week uh, with uh, someone called Wes Anderson. Never heard of him. No. Uh, yeah, it's about uh, people in a desert city in uh, America. It is one of the most Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson movie I have seen. 
in my entire life. Uh, I will give this as a, as a, a warning to people. If you don't like Wes Anderson, you will fucking hate this movie. Uh, you have to be very into his aesthetic. You have to be very into his way of filming. You have to be very into his way of thinking. And you also have to be very into, um, without destroying uh, the ending, I will say weird things happening on screen that you maybe don't understand on the first watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> gladly for me, I'm very into all those things. Uh, so I very much enjoy this movie. Uh, I don't think it is his best movie, but it's probably up there. Uh, I will give it an 8.5. Uh, yeah, 8.5. <laughs> Alright, you want to do another one? Because I only got one more thing. Yeah. I only have one more thing as well, and it was the thing that we watched together. Okay, and they cloned Tyrone with Jamie Foxx, mm -hmm. John Boyega, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, and Tayona Paris was the other main character. Mm-hmm. David Al Alan Greer was also in this, kind of, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Kiefer Sutherland. I said Kiefer Sutherland, but yes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> I didn't look anything up about this movie at all going into yeah. it. I just knew the yeah. title, so I didn't really... We didn't go in with any expectations of actors no. or like what it was going to be about or anything. But obviously, from the title, They Clone Tyrone, we had an idea mm. that it was going to be about clones. That was all I went in with expectations as. This was about a young man who is getting involved well i guess he's already involved in like the gang scene in i guess it's new york right is that what we're thinking mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and he's what a uh, what's the word for it when you're like an enforcer yeah right an enforcer somebody mm -hmm. who, or the person who like say you're a bookie uh, and somebody owes them money, the guy who goes out and, and gets the money for, for for them, right? That's what his job is. Mm -hmm. uh, he sees a guy at one point, like, selling drugs on one of his corners. He has to take that guy out. He's a bad dude, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and he gets shot, right? He gets mm -hmm. shot, like, multiple times. Uh, Jamie Foxx's character sees him die, and then he mm -hmm. comes back the next day. Yeah. <laughs> very much so. Uh, when I say this movie is a very dark movie, I don't mean that uh, in a figurative way. I mean that in a very literal way, because it was a very dark movie, because it was at some points impossible to see anything. Uh, uh, especially in the beginning, I, I, I thought it was fucking annoying. Um, but uh, other than that, I super enjoyed this movie. I have read so many reviews of this after afterwards, and I was like, this is not going to taint my feelings about this movie. <laughs> because I think we are the only two people in the entire universe that likes this movie. 
Oh, really? Does it have bad scores? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have good scores at all. Oh, I didn't even. But I look very at the much. In, <laughs> I I super enjoyed this movie. This has great scores, bro. It's got ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Yeah. So I don't. You, maybe yeah. you saw the reviews that didn't like it, but the scores are no. yeah are decent. A hundred percent for right. audience score. Six point seven oh. out of ten on IMDb. That's what I saw, probably. I mean, that's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, right. But Rotten Tomatoes, people are really liking it. I just looked up yeah. uh, just uh, how to clone Tyrone lighting, and there are a mm -hmm. bunch of people also talking about that. As far as... Yeah, the lighting one, is terrible. A fan, this one says, a fantastic black exploitation mystery piece that only suffers from poor lighting. That's one of the things that <laughs> literally yeah. one of these things says. So, Yeah. Uh, and I would agree. Yeah, I, I think it's the story itself is really, really good. I, there's certain if you mm. don't, uh, there were certain things I had to explain to you as an American that you wouldn't have understood yes. as a Norwegian. No, unless I had explained them to you. So one hundred percent. I also think there are certain Americans that aren't going to understand those things, even though they're American. So right. Uh, I think that can uh, turn people off to it, but I think the story itself was really well put together. We were like, oh, are they mm -hmm. setting up for a sequel? It's possible, but also the ending could have been like an allegory, uh, not to mm -hmm. ruin anything. But yeah, it was really good. I also gave this an 8. I think it and Sisu are like kind of on the same level of like quality. Yeah, I gave this an 8.5. I really, really enjoyed it. The more I've been thinking about it, it's really probably one of the best Netflix movies I've it's seen. It's a comedy. It's a dark comedy yeah. for sure. And it's also really deep as far as, like, the yeah. social messaging of it. Like, once you really think mm. about it, like you said, you thought about it a day later, and you're like, oh, uh, now I remember this scene compared to that mm -hmm. scene, and yeah, it's interesting. It's pr it's definitely a movie that I'm going to see again. It's It, it was that good. There was a few times it was in, in it where we were like, because when we watch things together, we'll predict things or whatever, we'll be mm -hmm. like, and... Usually we'll guess things, and sometimes it'll come true, sometimes it won't. And lots of times mm -hmm. we'll be like, oh, I hope this doesn't happen, because if that happened, mm -hmm. that would be really cheesy. And they always, in this movie, somehow didn't do the things that we were worried mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. No, I super enjoyed it. Uh, a very, very hard recommend. Go out of your way and see it. Something <laughs> that I am going to see, <laughs> but I don't know when and I don't know how happy I am about it, is uh, Barbenheimer, uh, because I'm going to watch both of the movies. I'm actually going to get set them up on two different TVs when they come out and just and watch, watch them at the same time. simultaneously and do a real mm. Barbenheimer. All these other people are fake Barbenheimering it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a. What are those? That's the worst idea I have. What's the new Apple? The new Apple thing. I'm gonna put one eye is gonna see Barbie, and the other eye is oh, gonna yeah, see yeah, Oppenheimer yeah. in the a Apple Glass. Or what is it called? No, mm -hmm. no, that's Google Glass. Apple. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, mm -hmm. But Barbenheimer uh, keeps growing at the boss box office. Barbie ended up doing 162 million in its fir first weekend of release. Yeah. Uh, above Sunday's. Already record-breaking, 155 million. Uh, let's see, Super Mario Brothers, blah blah blah. How, how much did uh, Oppenheimer two beat expectations with 
82.4 million, slightly higher than Sunday's mm. 8.5 million projection at, whoa, motorcycle, international whoa. box office. The biopic about uh, the father of the atomic bomb added 98 million for a global total of 180 million. Okay. Hmm. Uh, talking about, uh, I have to mention that because I I, I now remember that you, uh, when you said, I watched someone I don't remember who it was that said they went into Oppenheimer with uh, the Barbie soundtrack on, on their ears, watching it with like I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. <laughs> uh, I hope that's not true. But, uh, uh, that would be funny. I can see somebody doing that. Uh, it seems yeah. like uh, there's lots of it, people are treating it at least this weekend, kind of like a Rocky Horror kind of thing. Everybody's getting dressed up mm -hmm. and like their character costumes and things like that. It's like a an event, which you know doesn't happen mm -hmm. a lot in cinema, especially after Definitely the pandemic. No. Yeah. Uh, in in the newspaper, in the local newspaper here in Lillehammer. Uh, there was uh, pictures from the premiere of uh, Barbie, and everybody was dressed in pink. Like, uh, absolutely everyone. It was so fun to watch. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about something that isn't made of plastic. Uh, Kevin Spacey is not made of plastic uh, the last time I checked, uh, at least. Uh, may have he... plastic surgery, I, I have no idea. That that is true, uh, but he is cleared of uh, sexual assault. Kevin Spacey wept and said he was humbled after being cleared of sexual assaults in one of the UK's most high-profile profile trials. The 64-year-old Oscar winner sobbed in the dock as he was found not guilty on Wednesday of sexually assaulting four men after a four-week trial. Wearing a dark Sark suit, of course we got to do that. As soon as he stood in the dock on his 64th birthday, he said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, he's been discharged, so. Yeah, what do you think about this? I, I, I didn't really follow the trial, so I don't know what the evidence against him was or anything like that. Uh, mm. uh, the actor was, it says, the five jurors went back inside the court for you, where they were joined by... His, uh, there were people in the outside with "We love you, Kevin" signs as he got into the taxi to leave. I don't know. It's uh, I, I don't think this is good, but I, I don't know enough about the case to say whether it was true or not. I, I I'm just assuming. I mean, he. Uh, I remember when he got fired for uh, from House of Cards. That was uh, an, a British, or that wasn't a British thing, though. That was an American thing. Right? No, no, that yeah. uh, was the American thing, and that was for the same fucking things. So, no, nah. no, I don't know. Maybe he's rich and got away with it, and bribed everybody allegedly. Well, he also has enough money to get like the best lawyers you could possibly get, and everything else. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly how the British laws for things like this, as far as like statute of limitations and things, compares to America. Mm. Also, so I don't, I, I really don't know. But it, it's just, um, this guy just never seems to get in trouble for the things he does. That's that's the right? takeaway for yeah? it, from it to me. Yeah. Hey, uh, what is the difference between a cobweb and a spider web? They're the same, right? Yeah, isn't that the same thing? Or it's like a spider web when the spider is still in it, 
when a cobweb is after the spider dies, maybe? Well, let's uh, watch uh, the trailer for Spider-Man... No, Cobweb. I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping, I'm not sleeping anymore. Definitely not a horror movie. It's like a little kid in a dark room that looks like a, in a Victorian house. <laughs> right. Definitely With not a knocking. horror movie. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, that fucking scared okay. me. Jesus Christ. Holy fuck, how did that scare me? No more nightmares tonight. Okay, champ. I had a literal jump. I've seen this in kid. My bed. We saw this kid in something recently. Did we? Yeah. He was like a half dead kid. Why did that scare me so much? I don't know. Because it's a horror movie, maybe? <laughs> that got me. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I watch horror movies. It's to get scared, so I guess it's okay. It makes me want to watch the movie. This is a good trailer. Yeah. If it's scary, if the trailer's scaring you, maybe the horror movie's scarier? But maybe not. Oh my god. Fucking hell. Peter, sometimes. I honestly didn't have high hopes for this, but this looks pretty good. To protect your family. Yeah, yeah, it scared me twice. What is that? <laughs> one jump scare and one really good scare. That pumpkin, the pumpkin oh, stuff God. reminds me of that Stephen King. Uh, yeah. Would uh, the one with the corn? What's that one called? Mm -hmm. Children of the corn. No, the Stephen King. Oh, the window. The window. Mm. The one where he's eating the corn at the end, Johnny Depp movie. Oh yeah, um, secret window. Secret window, yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that is the first. Oh gosh, that really got me. Yeah, I think that's the first trailer we have ever watched where I was like scared of the movie <laughs> in the trailer. Uh, but what is this toddler going to be Oscar nominated movie all about? Because uh, horror movies gets uh, tons of Oscars. Uh, cobweb, young Peter is plagued by a mysterious constant noise from inside his bedroom wall. A tapping that his parents insist is his imagination. As his fear intensifies, he starts to believe that his parents are hiding a terrible and dangerous secret. Uh, 6.2 out of 10 on 9 to be 61% of Google... Er, 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, 2, point, 2 out of 5 on Common Sense, and then 100% of Google users liked it. Mm. 60 or 61 and then 6.2, those are really pretty close mm -hmm. together, so it seems pretty accurate, I guess. Yeah, I uh, don't think that's a great score, but... Uh... I mean, it's, it's a horror. Okay. It looks like a B horror movie. So for a six, yeah. six point five, like that's pretty good for that kind of movie. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I really want to see it. So there's that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I want uh, to 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 see uh, what they said on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. 
this W said uh, this movie was very creepy at times. The runtime, in my own opinion, was perfect, and the ending. Oh my god, it gets crazy. All in all caps. Uh, I went to the IMDb. Let's see, I'll do a 6 out of 10. What could have been from Josephine Neves 81, or 8122? I'm a huge horror fanatic, especially those under-the-radar films. I went into this really not knowing much about... Uh, just the cool-looking poster. This movie starts off amazing and great camera work, and the main cast is really good and creepy. The star uh, was the child actor, and camera work and the main cast was really... Oh, the child actor, and he was the star. I enjoyed what he brought to the film and was very believable. Uh, Now that the last act was... Now that... The last act was a letdown. It could have been delivered so much better, and it felt rushed and without a set conclusion and no actual closure. It was a tale of two halves, and the first half was amazing, amazingly done, and the last half, I don't know what happened. So disappointing, but I'll say it's still worth viewing. So, like I said, a 6 out of 10. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christopher G gave it two stars and said... uh, the cover movie is Barbarian. Its smile combined to make one of the creepiest movies of all time. Yes, it's really that creepy. The movie was great acting that confuses you and makes you wonder what's actually happening in the movie. It's not pre- predictable at certain points. The movie uh, has a great concept, but it fails near the end since it gets suspenseful. But towards the end, the suspense just goes downhill afterwards, which one of the things I uh, disliked this movie. The second reason is the villain is really creepy, but probably will scare you, but it lacks the uh, makeup uh, needed to make it creepier. But it was far as creepiness go. I definitely uh, provided a disgusting yet frightening movie that I recommend at home. It's a six out of a six point five out of ten for me, but might be higher for you. But gave it two out of five stars on Rotten Tomatoes. So hmm, that's kind of confusing. Okay, Oppenheimer came out. We talked a lot about that already. Uh, Sorry, what movie was that? Oppenheimer. Never heard of it. During World War Two. Lieutenant General Leslie Groves Jr. appoints physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer to work on a top-secret Manhattan project. Oppenheimer and a team of scientists spend years developing and designing the atomic bomb. Their work comes to fruition in July 16, 1945, as they witness the world's first nuclear explosion. Uh, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, 80, or 8.8 out of 10 on 9B, 94% of Google users liked it. Christopher Nolan... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you don't have to convince me to see it. It's very high on my list. Another movie coming out is Natty Knox. That is a terrible title, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah, but it has Robert Englund in it, so I'm sure it's good. Uh, a small town babysitter and the kids she's watching encounter a serial killer on Halloween's Eve. That doesn't sound generic or anything. Sounds like it's uh, coming out the wrong time of year. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. 
Uh, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, what does it have on Rotten Tomatoes? Let's see. Uh, nothing. <coughs> Barbie. Barbie and Ken are having mm. a time of their lives in a colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbieland. However, they get a chance to go to the real world, and soon they discover the joys and perils of living among humans. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 82% of Google users liked it. Directed by Greta Gerwig. Mm -hmm. uh, see you on Venus. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, men are from Venus, women are from Mars or the other way around. I'm pretty sure it's the other uh, way around. Yeah. Uh, to miss it, American teens fall in love while tra traveling through Spain to find one's birth mother. Jesus Christ, sounds not boring at all. Uh, but it has actually a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. That's pretty high if you're asking me. It has a 100% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it has fewer than 50 ratings, so here's that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. It's like one person that's seen it, and it's the, the director that's went in, and it's like, it's the best movie ever! <laughs> okay. That would be funny. What do we want to see? Uh, Oppenheimer. Cobweb, actually, strangely, like, that trailer, I think, I want I don't want to see Barbie anymore because of the crazy amount right. of terrible advertising which turned me off to the whole movie. Oppenheimer looks good, but it's not going to be, like, fun. It's going to be, like, an educational, mm -hmm. like, you know, history piece, which is cool, and it's going to be... Uh, I hear there's a lot of talking. I'll say that. You know what I mean? If I was going to sit well, down and... Well, it's Nolan, so, yeah. If I, <laughs> well, he's done a lot of action movies. This isn't going to be an action movie, you know what I mean? Um, I, that's what I've heard, is it's just a lot of talking. I think Cobb oh, well, be... I don't agree that uh, like I would say that Inception uh, that people like think is an action movie is more an intellectual movie than a, an action movie. But I think this is less. <laughs> is my point. Uh, mm. I would say maybe I want to see Cobweb more because it looks more entertaining. I want to see them both, but like if I mm. was going to sit down for an entertainment value, I think maybe Cobweb. Uh, I want to say in a see Natty Knox just because of that terrible title and generic, uh, generic everything. Yeah. Yeah. Coming next week, uh, news of the week, TVs and movies of the week based on a true story episode eight. Ooh, is it that the last episode? Is it? I guess so. Yeah. Think so, right? Yeah, it is. So yeah, we got to figure out what we're doing next. I think we got an idea, mm. right? Uh, yeah. But we're we're not a hundred percent yet. Just in case something randomly comes up, yeah. We we kind of have an idea, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a tentative plan. <laughs> a tentative. Oh, that's a good word. Mm -hmm. Tentative. Mm -hmm. uh, we will do another digital review of one of the movies I'm actually looking forward to seeing, uh, Haunted Mansion. Uh, it looks ridiculous. 
I think it looks terrible. I, and I have no idea what it's actually going to be about because it's like not yeah. actually based on anything except for a ride, right? So Yeah, it's a Disney ride, isn't it? Yeah. But so was uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, so there's that. And that was that was good, right? Yeah, I'm not, I have I liked Pirates. I have oh. less hopes for this. Uh Jeremy round. What do we got? Uh Oh, Good Burger 2. Are you excited for Good Burger 2? Did you like no. Good Burger 1? No. I think people remember Good Burger 1 in a nostalgic way, at least to me, because it was so yeah. bad, not because it was a good movie. <laughs> it's not that good. Right. Yeah, no. Hmm. Okay. Uh I agree. Uh I think it, uh, so a lot of that I have watched this week has been like uh, weird things about the Kennedy assassination <laughs> because all of a sudden um, uh, a YouTube uh, channel called Lemino, I have never heard of in my entire life, uh, published uh, 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 one hour and 38 uh, minutes video about the Kennedy assassination. It was super fucking good. I recommend it very much. It's called uh, The Kennedy Assassination Inside the Book Depository. Uh, okay. Is that where is mm -hmm. it? Where is it? Where is on YouTube? Oh, yeah. on YouTube. Um, yeah, Lemino, the channel is called. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Fuzi on H3, that was a good interview. Uh, and yeah, then he, it was a little bit boring. And then he gets, uh, not banned, but he got like uh, a strike, not a strike on Twitch. I don't know what it's called on Twitch when you just get kicked off for a Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, I have no clue. Because uh, he didn't actually get banned, he just got restricted, yeah. I'll call it, for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That whole saga is kind of interesting. I have no idea where it's all going to go, but I don't think it's going to end up in a good place. That's my... I have a feeling that this is all going to end in disaster. What do you think? Right, yeah. Uh, I have watched uh, a lot of One Piece, the original, uh, as uh, preparing for the Netflix uh, one that's mm -hmm. coming soon. Um it's beginning in late August, I want to say. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I I have very strong feelings uh, about that. It was very fun to see it again. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, it was it is a very good sh uh, anime show. It's probably one of my favorites. I think that's what a lot of people say, right? Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have lasted as long as it has if it wasn't a good show. Is my, my thought? Yeah, you know it's what I mean? really good. I've never really mm -hmm. watched it, but I'm not super into anime. I, I'll watch. I've watched some in the past, but like, I don't know if I'd get. Uh, if I got into that, it would have to be like, you got to be pretty dedicated, right? There's so much of it. Right. It, it depends a little of what you watch. If you want to see like a uh, very good but uh, kind of like short and. Uh, Anime, I would like say, uh, I almost want to say Death Wish, but it's not what it's called. Uh, Death Note. Uh, that is probably what I would recommend a lot. Did you see the Colleen Ballinger Vanity Fair article? Thing? I did. I mean, there were so many people Fucking talked hell. about it. Uh, yeah, she Talk just about can't. being outdated. She can't seem to get out of the news, right? She. It, well, 
there was an article put out that was defending her and saying that it was all cancel culture. Uh, and everybody's kind of pointing out that this is, why is this article so incredibly biased? It's like a very strange, it was so biased. almost hit yeah. piece on the accusers. Even it was like, yeah, mm. trying to like, um, uh, not justify her actions, but minimize or like deflect from their accusations. Yeah. I uh, totally agree. Uh, it felt uh, very like uh, it was a boomer <laughs> that had like written it. It felt like out of what? out of uh, touch. Was uh, somebody who uh, like just heard about the controversy, but also hates cancel culture, and was like, "Right, oh, this is yeah. just this is just this is all just cancel culture." And maybe they were also a fan a little bit of Colleen Ballinger. Maybe, mm. yeah, yeah. Did you see the Definables thing? Which one? That he feels bad about making content again? Uh, no. Oh, well, I saw him post a video, something. Was it just this morning or? Uh, yeah. Should I quit? Yeah. I saw the I saw the thumbnail, but I didn't. I just woke up uh, when we did the show, so. Um. Mm. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I found out that Scott Kramer is the guy that I have never seen before this week. And I, of course, have been a fan of him for a while. Uh, I don't. I I think I sent him it to you. Didn't did it, did you see it from me? Yeah. Okay. I think I mentioned uh, I think him a while ago. Something like I tried everything at the carnival game or something. Well, yeah, there was that. There was one that I sent you a little while ago, too, that got a lot of traction that he did. I don't remember which one it was, mm. but... Uh, yeah, he's really good. Uh, yeah. Fun. You were playing uh, Skate 3, right? Just the other week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my... There's a YouTuber that does Skate 3 kind of challenges named Toasty mm-hmm. Ghost. He just disappeared for a year and just reappeared on YouTube randomly. And he was like... It was very weird. He put out just a regular like video after a full year, and there was no explanation as to why. <laughs> He's just like totally. And then the next day, he put out a vi- video being like, "Oh, I don't want to put that in a video like that because then in ten years, when somebody looks at it, it's not going to make any sense what I'm talking about, kind right. of thing." But it was very weird that he didn't put the videos out at the same time because everybody hmm. who's like a fan of his is like, "What the fuck is going on, dude?" Uh. Have you heard about the Sound of Freedom controversy? Yeah, it's like a couple weeks old at this point, right? But yeah, it's a little bit of tea. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Shoe on Head's video. Oh yeah, I need to uh, see that. I haven't watched that yet. Really, really fucking good. It makes me want to see the movie, to be honest, even though it's uh, bad. Yeah, the thing is, it's, it's like, like an like... old movie. It, it like was made mm-hmm. a long time, like a a while ago and it's just now being released right it's like this weird yeah phenomena uh and it got like super popular in the very like right wing QAnon. Uh, it's like the q it's a QAnon kind of movie yeah but it isn't that's the whole thing i don't know i haven't <laughs> seen it we'll have to i'd have to yeah. see it uh, maybe i'll watch it i mean it's probably worth watching for the end of the year stuff because i guarantee you it's going to end up on some list uh of as far as like the uh, um, what do you call it the Razzies, it'll probably end up mm-hmm. somewhere on there, don't you think? Yeah, 
Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, it seems like it's a, a very like uh, people like oh he's QAnon, so everything is QAnon about this movie. Uh, so that's that's like the feeling I have gotten. Oh. Um, a friendly space ninja uh, talked about uh, the idol uh, and how boring it is. Uh, at uh, being provocative. That is one of the better videos I've seen in quite a while. There were the two Margaritaville videos from uh, Good one, yeah. Eddie Burback and Ted Nivison. Uh, those were, mm. like, it's fun that they do them at the same, like, simultaneously, so you see the two different mm -hmm. angles, and they do a good job. It's almost uh, meta writing, where they're like, yeah. They know going into it kind of what the story is going to be for each of the characters almost, and you're mm -hmm. watching them simultaneously. It's interesting. It's a new form of kind of like uh, of a way to collab with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That I've never kind of. I guess I've seen things like it, but it's very, very interesting. Yeah, and I liked it. It was very good. <laughs> oh yeah, they did a very, video very like funny. it before, uh, and you know, with the uh, what do you call it that they reference in this all the time, the jungle. Uh, restaurant. Yeah, the jungle one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also very good. We didn't talk about NPCs uh, last week because you weren't here, and that just like blew up last week. Have you seen the NPC oh, yeah. TikTok stuff? I have. Yeah. Uh, I talked about it a little bit last week, but there's stuff that's come out this week about it. As far as like the one lady who's like the biggest pink pinky doll, a lot of her background and, and like kind of what people think. Uh, you know her she's got controversies and things like that uh mm, i don't know if you've mm. heard about that kind of stuff no oh okay she uh I, I guess she has only fans where she has been was doing this previously and then moved it over to tiktok kind of is what i heard okay so uh last week i said there's it seems like there's some kind of fetish thing happening here i'm not sure because it was mm. brand new and it's just kind of happening last week or starting to blow up and now people are kind of uncovering that there is, like, a lot of people have revealed, like, oh, yeah, I have this fetish. It's like a control fetish mm -hmm. that people like to be able to pay somebody and they'll do what you're telling them to do kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so it's, uh, but then, the, yeah, it's, uh, is it that where all these people have that fetish who are watching this? Because it's thousands of people who are obviously enjoying this. Or some people going there for the cringe. I don't know. You didn't talk about it at all. So what do you think? Uh, yeah, no, it uh, seemed very cringe. Uh, it seemed like... Uh, I don't really understand um, how people can watch it, to be honest. It seems very weird. I think they, some people can... Uh, like I said, there's a certain people who watch it for one reason or another. I think other people mm. watch it because it kind of has an ASMR-y... Uh, feel to it because it's like repeated, repeating things over and over again in like a very ASMR kind of voice. You know what I mean? So some people I think watch it for that. There's other people watching it because it's cringy. There's other people who are watching it for this fetish reason. Uh, mm. And yes, I think there's it's like a amalgamation of audience. I don't think it's one thing, or, but it's very strange that it has blown up as big as it has. But I think it is because it's just so different. It's just so weird. Mm. I guess the lady that we you've probably seen, the pinky doll, she, mm. uh, people found out that this, there was, of course, somebody in Japan doing this before her, 
and that apparently maybe she ripped it off from them. But of course, this kind of thing would start in Japan. So, right. Yeah. Uh, we don't really talk about sports, and the only reason why I'm talking about it is uh, because it's kind of interested. But uh, there was a bid for Mbappe, so uh, that is one of the best soccer players in the entire world. Uh, that was uh, got a bid on him for two hundred and forty-seven million pounds. That is a lot of fucking money for people that don't know. Uh, but uh, it came out today, actually, uh, just now, that uh, he's not interested in meeting them because, guess what? Uh, it, it has a lot of ties to uh, 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 oh, fucking hell, what's the uh, country that has a lot of uh, money, oil uh, in the Middle East? There's a lot, there's a lot of countries like that. <laughs> One of the most uh, awful ones. I don't. It doesn't really matter. Saudi Arabia. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and talking about football, we are doing amazing in uh, women's soccer uh, World Cup that's going on. Uh, we <laughs> and uh, as, and when I say we, I mean Norway uh, has uh, played one zero against New Zealand, a country. That's like 50 uh, uh, points down in the uh, ranking after under us. And one one against like, uh, I think it was uh, Austria. That's like uh, uh, 60 points under us. So we're doing amazing. Amazing. Uh, all right. Mm -hmm. Football. I care a lot about this. You don't care, but I do. <laughs> well, what I care about is uh, going to sleep, so I think we will end it. Uh, I got nothing else, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, my name is Luke. My name is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen.